Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, here we go. It'll be a lively Tuesday, live in Los Angeles. It's the Hurt. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Oh, Hurt Hierarchy, our playoff hierarchy in one hour. Nick Wright, Joel Klatt, everybody joining the party today. It's absolutely great to be here. J-Mac, 34-13. We both felt Michigan was the side. We love the Washington quarterback in the story. Became fairly clear early, and we probably saw it in week two, three, four, five, six. Certainly saw it at the end. Who was at the top of the college football mountain? Yeah, Michigan. Uh, as predicted here yesterday, something yeah. of a blowout, they looked like an SEC team yesterday. Power game, defense, everything. Yep. So Michigan wins the natty due to its secret plan. No, not Connor Stallions. The secret plan of stockpiling NFL talent and then bulldozing everybody from, you know, first week of September on. It's the same plan, by the way, Georgia had used in the previous two years. LSU before them, Alabama before them, years ago, USC. It's a very, it's a very secretive plan. Yeah, the team with the most talent won. Again, in college football. Jim Harbaugh is an elite all-time coach. College, no question, pro I think eventually. His critics were silly, blowhards, not really connected, had agendas. And after watching the entire night last night, beginning to end, I thought to myself, it's time for Jim to go to the NFL. I didn't think that before the game. But near the end, his brother's there, family's there. When he had equal talent, he beat Saban. When he had equal talent, he beat Ryan Day three straight times. He didn't have that at Stanford. He didn't have that at San Diego. And he didn't have that initially at Michigan. They lost to Michigan State early a few times. 
But years and years and years of recruiting and structure, and they had equal talent. Better than, slightly less than, it was at least equal. And he beat everybody. It's time to face Sean McVay and Kyle Shanahan and Andy Reid and maybe once again your brother, the best of the best. I watched Pete Carroll get bored with college football. I watched Jimmy Johnson say, I need new challenges. The NCAA, and I love college football, but they're silly. The transfer portal, I'm for it, bit of a mess. Isn't it time for him to compete against the best and not worry about beating Rutgers, Maryland, or Purdue's head coach? He's above that, and that's no shot at them. He's an elite all-timer. And Jim Harbaugh thrives under structure. That's what he brought to Michigan. Structure. Relentless structure. Repetitive structure. And college football doesn't provide that. They don't provide it. The sport makes like $6 billion a year. They don't have a CEO. They don't have a president. They don't have a schedule maker. It's kind of make your own schedule. It's nonsense. And I love the sport. Michigan was not a top five program when he got there. They are the best program now. They are. That was not a top five team ever. I don't think they have the wide receiver talent of Georgia the last couple of years or certainly of LSU a few years ago. But they were so Harbaugh. They were so Big Ten. They were so resilient. They were just the perfect Jim Harbaugh team. They were those Stanford teams with better players. They were the 49er teams without quite that NFL talent. Tough, great tackling, relentless, physical, committed details, almost no penalties. I watched that game last night, and I thought, it's time, coach. You did it. You brought Michigan back. They deserved it. Clearly the best team with that covert plan of recruiting and developing elite talent and then bulldozing people. <laughs> yeah, some plan, the one everybody uses. But sometimes it's harder to win at Michigan. You've got a great rival in Ohio State. The weather's colder, sometimes harder to convince the Texas, California, Florida kid to come up north. But over time, he did. And there is no question, he is at the king, the mountaintop of college football today and has absolutely earned it. Now, go get a ring in the big boy league. Here's the coach after. I just want to enjoy this. I just want to enjoy this. Uh, and I hope you give me that, you know. <laughs> Can a guy have that? Does it, does it always have to be, you know, what's next? What's, what's the future? Um, you know, like I said the other day, yeah, I hope, I hope to have a future. You know, just one last thing. I just, I got two great loves. Uh, my love at work, you know, the people I work with, uh, coaches, the staff, players, and, have a, and, and the love I have for my family at home. Yeah. Tip of the cap. He does it his way, he's disruptive, he makes many uncomfortable, and when people can't beat somebody, they need an excuse, because mirrors still work, but nobody wants to look at them. Jim Harbaugh out-recruited you, out-smarted you, out-physicaled you, out-relentless you, out-thought you, and he'll now leave or stay on his terms. That's the way it should be. All right, what about Michael Penix? Hmm. 
He didn't play very well last night. Well, Michael Penix, we've talked about this, his NFL comp is Tua. Let me ask you, how does Tua perform when he's pressured, hurried, doesn't have great protection? Tua looks like a guy. He looks really average. And that's what Michael Penix looked like. Michael Penix is not Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. He's not Steve Young. He's not Brett Favre. He's a statuesque, beautiful pocket passer. Goff, Tua, Matt Ryan, and all of them under duress erode quickly. They don't have a second gear. Michael used to when he ran, but he's got medical issues, a history that scares GMs. Now, last night didn't help Michael Penix, but NFL scouts have always been concerned about the previous medical stuff, and they never considered him to be in the same league as Caleb Williams. I talk to executives in the league often. I text them. I ask. Caleb Williams is going number one. Like a Trevor Lawrence or Andrew Luck, it's over. He's going number one. Michael Penix is going to be like almost all these kids drafted out of college. As successful as where he lands. If he goes to an Atlanta with a top six offensive line, tight end, running back, receiver I like, wonky division, gets an offensive coach, that'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> Tua, Miami, offensive coach, good weapons. Tua's pretty interesting with that. But Tua wouldn't work in cold weather with a bad, bad receiving core, have to carry them and run for his life with a defensive coach. He's just not special enough. Michael Penix, for a college quarterback behind a good old line, great coach, great receivers, is a wonderful player. But Michigan had much better players. Recruiting is still the name of the game, and Washington is geographically isolated. I grew up there in the Pacific Northwest. Idaho, Oregon surround them. Michigan, bigger brand, more centralized, the middle of America, bigger conference, Big Ten's got better players. So the windows last night for Michael Penix were brief and tiny. For the record, last night doesn't help him. But Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes were regularly losing games in college, bad and wildly inconsistent. Michael Penix is a franchise quarterback. Could be late first, second, third. I don't know. I think you got to consider taking all these guys early because the sport now is so based on coach and quarterback play. But fit matters. Let me ask you. Think J.J. McCarthy would have led Iowa State to the natty? Or do you think Harbaugh mattered and Michigan's O-line and run game mattered? I know we want to create messiahs. That's the Western religion. We look up in the sky. Eastern religion, we look inward. We could borrow some of that from time to time. These aren't, these aren't superstars. They're not gods. They're not messiahs. They're kids. Where you land matters. Your coach matters. Your protection matters. The division matters. The GM matters. Michael Penix is going to be a fine NFL player like Tua if he lands with the right coach. Tua didn't even leave the zip code of the neighborhood. Defensive coach struggled. Offensive coach, Pro Bowl. Sometimes it's just that simple. Michael Penix will be fine. Last night didn't drop him to the fourth round. Certainly didn't help. But what he is, is what Goff, Tua, Matt Ryan are. A beautiful thrower of the football. Where he lands, his coordinator protection and receivers 
will overwhelmingly dictate his professional success. Here's the young guy after. It sucks, you know, I mean, we played a good team. You know, they, they did some good things. You know, I feel like on the offensive side of the ball, we, we just missed a lot of opportunities. We're not going point fingers or nothing like that. You know, it's a lot of love in the locker room, you know, man. Just, you know, everybody just showing their appreciation for each and every person that, you know, laid their, uh, laid their body on the line, you know, all, not just during the season, but off season, you know, everything that we've been through. Great kid, great future. Great year for the team I grew up loving, the Washington Huskies. But last night, <laughs> Michigan was a different class, and you saw it six minutes into the football game. Huskies will be just fine going forward as they transition now to the Big Ten. I said last night in my podcast, I said the difference between that game is Washington had a style and Michigan had a style. Harbaugh made that look like a Big Ten game. That looked like a Michigan game. Washington was making, wanted it to look like that game against USC or those games against Oregon or Arizona and shootouts. Harbaugh said, no, we're not going to do that. We're going to make it a Michigan Big Ten game. And that's what it was for three and a half hours. Jay Mack, it wasn't an all-time classic, but I think the Harbaugh mm. story is fascinating. There is all sorts of talk now. What's up for Jim? I think he's going to go hide, my guess is, for about four days, five days. Really? He's going to go you, hide on an island somewhere, and then you'll start hearing stuff. You don't think he instantly starts interviewing? I mean, no, I think he's going to go. I think Belichick's I, out there. Well, I think what happens with guys like Jim's got a beautiful family, beautiful wife, kids. I think you owe people in your life who support you. You, you owe them a good week on an island somewhere oh. to have a good time with the kids and wow. the stepkids and the grandkids. And, and I think my take with Harbaugh, he'll call his agent. He'll say, I'm going to be a little out of pocket for about five, six days. And then you'll start hearing the rumblings. By the way, coaches don't want to get in the way of the NFL playoffs. His brother is going to be playing in two weeks. He didn't want to steal the spotlight from yeah. his brother if the Ravens win. So my guess is he talked to his agent this morning or last night. He'll lay out what he's interested in. His agent will make calls for a couple of days, and there'll be a lot of things released in the press, but he'll give the people close in his life some time, put their arms around him, enjoy him. A lot of people sacrifice for these coaches, for Saban, for Ryan, for Harbaugh. A lot of family members sacrifice. They're all in. They give you space. So I think Jim... He'll talk to his agent, but he's on a private jet somewhere going and, and enjoying himself. He deserves it. Um, as for Penix, Colin, I was stunned how Michigan was rushing four and getting pressure against six blockers. And even sometimes seven, they were helping, having the running back help out. Like, Washington just wasn't ready on the offensive line. For well, the best defensive lineman, the Graham kid, played at Anaheim a couple okay. years ago, and the local schools couldn't get him. And Harbaugh went and grabbed him from Anaheim. He was a dominant, one of the best defensive tackles uh, in this area in a half a decade. And uh, last night, he yeah. overwhelmed the Washington guys. It, I felt bad for Penix. He had no time to, to yeah. do anything back hey, there. Pocket guys, this is what they look like. Yeah. If you rush Jared, if the Rams get pressure on Jared Goff, yeah. that's what he's going to look like. And, and just a reminder, uh, Justin Herbert in his final college game, the Rose Bowl, threw for 138 yards. And Patrick Mahomes in his final <laughs> bowl game, he only played in one, was sacked 10 times against LSU. Like, these are real stats. It happens. I was told to go watch Josh Allen twice. So I was told Josh oh. Allen, his senior year at Wyoming, was really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. So he played Oregon and Iowa. And those are the two games I watched. Yeah. He, was, he got destroyed in both. They look at traits. Yeah. Everybody knows what Penix is. 
He's not a runaround guy. He's not gonna. He's not gonna carry a franchise. He is a beautiful thrower of the football that, in the right place with the right protection, like Washington, great coach, good receivers, good left tackle, can win a ton of games. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Be sure to catch live editions of the Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources all right welcome back adam Schefter is reporting that uh, the steelers are not firing mike tomlin of course not 10 and 7 they're gonna make the playoffs we thought they'd be a wild card team that's what they are probably wouldn't have been if joe burrow doesn't get hurt again but he did and mike's team's in uh, but did Schefter does say that he's got a year left in his contract. There are some people around the league that believe Tomlin could decide to take some time off like Sean Payton did. I'm actually surprised more successful coaches in the NFL and all of football don't do this more often. Mike Tomlin, I know two networks minimum that would bid a big seven figures to get Mike Tomlin on the air. He could also get four or five other head coaching jobs. I think he'd be a great fit with Justin Herbert in 
Los Angeles with the Chargers. If you look at the history of the league, if you have a really good quarterback in his prime and a defensive coach, you win a lot of games. Also, head coach is a 70-hour-a-week grind, 50 out of 52 weeks a year. Sometimes you need a change of scenery. It's not an indictment on you. Sean Payton got a trophy with an all-time quarterback. And then he that quarterback retires. And then Sean coached for a year and with four different quarterbacks went 9-8 and eight and said, yeah, I'm not going to grind myself to dust to maybe make the playoffs and then get run once I'm in it. And by the way, Mike Tomlin worked his butt off. They're 10-7, and seven, and they're going to face Buffalo where they're a 10.5-point underdog. It's a hell of a season to get Mason Rudolph and Kenny Pickett in a really good division of the playoffs. And it was amazing that Sean Payton went 9-8 and eight with four quarterbacks after, after Drew Brees retired. But both these coaches, Sean Payton and Tomlin, have seen greatness at quarterback, and they know what isn't great. And it wasn't Trevor Simeon in New Orleans, and it's not, you know, Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett. They're pros. They deserve respect for being pros. But when you've seen greatness, you know what isn't greatness. Right? It's like LeBron decided to leave Cleveland for the first time after he went to the Olympics and went, oh, that's what it's like to play with A guys. I'm going to go to Miami and finally play with a bunch of A guys. And so um, I, I just think Mike Tomlin, he's got a half a dozen options. It is not in any way an indictment to take a deep breath. I think what he provides for the Steelers, they got coming out of their ears and eyes. Toughness and alpha and structure and development. That's what he's great at. But I do think they need a little finesse, a little clever, a little see around the corner offensively, and that's not his strength. What he provides would be great. He's one of the great podium guys in the history of the league. The networks would love him. I've been told that by two network executives. They love Tomlin. They, they view him as the number one free agent on the market. The number one analyst player to go to a network. It's Tomlin. And I, I know the Chargers would be interested. Who wouldn't be? He's won more than Vrabel. And people love Vrabel. But it's okay to take a deep breath. Sometimes change scenery. I think it'd be smart. I think he's going to bang his head against a wall and grind himself to dust with quarterbacks. Folks, the last time he played Josh Allen without Big Ben... Tomlin lost 38-3. to <laughs> Okay, 38-3. to J-Mac's already predicting this week's going to be a blowout. I'm not sure. But you're not winning. You're not hoisting trophies, and that's the standard for Tomlin with what you currently have at that position. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Start with the Philadelphia. Oh, no, not the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sorry. The New York Jets. I was trying to skip over my uh, favorite team in the league because, you know, we keep talking about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and he met with the media yesterday, Colin. And, uh, he spoke about flushing the BS within the organization and uh, spoke about the team being on the hot seat next season. Just feeling like a lost year and that I missed out on, uh, obviously, a lot of opportunity. Um, just thinking if I'd been out there, things would have been uh, a little different. Obviously, we're all going to be on the quote-unquote hot seat next year. You know, it's it's going to be a, an important year for all of us. Uh, and I, I love that. I mean, I think that's, that's fantastic. I mean, we should approach that 
every single year. It's a what have you done for me lately? If you have a down year, a bad year, um, there's going to be people calling to move on, and especially when you're 40 years old. Yeah, I mean, I think he's absolutely right. I've said this before. I think he's really talented, but I think when you look around football and look at Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and Josh Allen uh, and Patrick Mahomes, Aaron does not feel he's in that class anymore. And here we have Caleb Williams coming in and some young quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud's already really, really good. So I think it's going to be an, a pressurized year. Aaron's fine. He's got $150, $200 million in the bank. But Robert Sala's going to have to win. Nat Hackett. I still contend that unless they get the left tackle right, and they probably will draft that number one, I don't think Aaron can make it through 17 games with this offensive line. Unless you're a young athlete in your prime physically. Okay. This is still not built. This organization is not built for a 40-year-old coach, a 40-year-old quarterback off surgery. So he's got to be in great shape. He's got to be careful. He better get rid of the ball quickly. But this is a tough lift, not just for Aaron. This would be a tough lift for Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes. Impulsive owner, defensive coach, OC that's okay, O-line that's bad, one legit receiver. Wait, I, this I, is a big lift for o, anybody. Did you say OC that's okay? Nathaniel Hackett, did you say he's okay? Stop. Don't do that. Diplomatic. Um, uh, you listen, you know I'm a Jets fan. I have yeah. been forever. This is the least excited I've been about a Jets offseason in a long time. They screw up Week 18 and beat the Patriots, right? So now you drop from... Six to ten. Yeah. I'm doing my mock draft for Fox Sports now. The best two tackles are off the board. Do we want the third best tackle? You want to roll the dice there? Uh, it's just nothing to be excited about. Rodgers is not somebody that you can really cheer for. Now, week one, he's firing three touchdowns. It's a different story. But uh, honestly, Colin, I don't want six, seven more months of this mumbo-jumbo from this this guy. I, I'm just not that excited about the team right now. It's... Well, there's a lot of teams that are better. By the way, T.J. Watt out for the Steelers against the Bills that just came yeah. down. Sorry, that was a story ago, but I, I saw that in my screen. I went, should have had that three minutes ago I've, no. had I seen it? Oh, boy. No, Listen, it's 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 tough. It's a tough division. I'd be more excited if I was a Falcons fan, right? Oh, new coach. Who's going to be our quarterback? What can we do? Like, options. The Jets are locked into everybody. They kept the whole staff. Yep. The, the dumb quarterback, I, I'm just kind of over it. All right, now let's move on now to the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this game is starting to get more intriguing to me, Colin. Um, so Jalen Hurts got dinged up over the weekend, uh, a finger. A.J. Brown, not looking great. Devontae Smith, all, also injured. Hurts expected to go, but Brown, his status is kind of up in the air. Here's Nick Sirianni, who does not seem to be a happy camper right now. We'll see as the week progresses. Um you know, uh, obviously bummed that, that Cam and AJ had to come out, and we obviously missed Devontae yesterday. We need all hands on deck um, to do the things we want to do, and we'll see And we'll see how the week progresses. I'm hopeful on everybody, um, obviously besides Sydney. Um, uh, yeah, but we'll, but we'll see, and I'll give you more information as the week uh, continues to roll out. Uh, of all the playoff games, this was the one betting line I like. Philadelphia is minus two and a half. I don't think Tampa's a huge home field edge. I do think Philadelphia wins this game. Won't look great. How could they look great? They haven't looked great all year. They haven't given us four successive quarters of great offense. But I do think if they can bring back some receivers and get healthy, they're the better team. This is the one game I did feel was, it's blazing five or not. This was the one that felt like Philadelphia can win this game by three or more. Um, I, I Listen, they are this year what they are. The staff is just not as good as last year. And we, we look at coaching all the time. I saw Michigan the last 25 years. You know, there's a reason they won the Natty. And a big part of it's Jim Harbaugh. 
And so, listen, the coaching really matters. And I think right now, this coaching staff is very ordinary. And I don't think ordinary staffs can win Super Bowls. San Francisco, the Rams, Baltimore, Kansas City have elite staffs. Buffalo's is, despite a change at midseason, pretty good. So, I think this is a one and done. This is a two and done team. Philadelphia is not winning a second game, but they're going to beat Bucks. That'd be tough. Um, in in Las Vegas right now, you can't find a two and a half. So it's interesting. Injury report doesn't look great, but people in Vegas have pushed the Eagles up to three. Rem- do you remember their first meeting this year? It was a Monday Night Football game. I do not. Okay. Uh, Eagles won. They were favored by four and a half. They rushed for two hundred yards. Tampa Bay was held to 174 total yards of offense. Now, this is September. The Eagles were a little bit better. They got to the red zone five times. Yes. They were just oh. one for five. They could not finish. I remember that, yes. They dominated Tampa Bay in that game. Yes, I, mean, I remember that. nuts. DeAndre Swift running all over the place. I, I, I think we're going to see another one of these. Colin, look at the teams Tampa beat down the stretch. Like, yeah. that Green Bay defense is a joke, okay? The Carolina Panthers are not good at football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they beat a bunch of bad teams. I think the Eagles are a little undervalued here because the yeah. perception is... Oh, they're man. reeling and they're all be, beat well, up. And I think the Eagles got this. Yeah, I think... I think. Listen, if you look at personnel and you put down the top 15 players, about 10 of them are Eagles. They got better players. Maybe more. <laughs> yeah. Final story is Bill Belichick met with Kraft yesterday and is... At this moment, uh, still the head coach of the Patriots. However, there is speculation from the athletic Jeff's Howe, Jeff Howe, who says if Belichick stays, which I guess is on the table, he plans on bringing back Josh McDaniels, who was jettisoned by the Raiders. Uh, I don't, I don't know what to believe here anymore. I just, Bill, can we just know? Like, I don't want this to drag out. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre style. Let's well, just. I, I think we all. I mean, this, this is been sort of the indictment on the organization which is they're always looking in the rearview mirror and the McVeighs and the Shanahans are always finding the next D'Amico Ryan you know the next Zach Taylor there's some of these organizations in the NFL with younger coaches they're finding these young guys out of nowhere they sit on the staff for three years and get head coaching jobs and do really really well Bill's answer is always let's go back to the past and I said this yesterday that's what that's the Chicago Bears the biggest part of every season is hoping the next quarterback becomes the the quarterback and then honoring former Bear greats from the 80s and it's like you don't want to be that as an organization so to me if that's the solution if that that's Bill's answer. That's that's not working here. Let's get somebody new. Um, and we we know Josh doesn't work as a head coach. Flat out, Denver Raider doesn't work at all. But he is a good coordinator. But that you can't. There's nobody else on the market. I, a, I don't think it's a great job. I just don't. You don't oh. want to follow a legend like Bill Belichick. You know how tough that is. I think Come it's on, okay. Man. It's okay to follow a legend if the last four years of the legend were ugly and grumpy. And I think a new offensive mind, a, a good yeah, draft. Get ben Johnson in there. He ain't winning with this offensive uh, personnel, Colin. Like they just don't have dudes. And uh oh, what do you got? Schefter and Ian Rappaport. The Titans have fired Mike Vrabel. So Whoa. it was a, it was a power struggle. And they have let go of Mike Vrabel, who's a very good coach. Now, that's interesting. Does Vrabel know he's the leader in the clubhouse for the Patriot job? And when the Titans' ownership came to him, he said, you know, go pound sand. And they fired him, and he knows, okay, now that allows me to go get the job. Right. So there's a there's a big difference between hiring a head coach and a culture builder, right? We don't know if Ben Johnson can build a culture. We know he can call plays. Vrabel developed a culture in Tennessee. They were tough. That was a really strong team. 
Yeah, so I, my guess is Vrabel believes he's going to get either the Chargers job or he's going to get the Patriots job. He could get the Washington job. Vrabel's going to get a job. He's going to, yes. Okay, so his takeaway is when they came to him, the Titans, and asked for sacrifices, he's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And then they're like, okay, we're going to cut bait. We're going to fire you, which he doesn't care. You know, so most you, of these, yeah. if you got a job lined up, fire me. Who cares? So if you're Washington... You're going Vrabel over Belichick. I know people I, don't want to hear I that. Would, I would I, absolutely. I don't even think it's a question. Hey, listen, I, I said with the Chargers, Harbaugh's my first choice for the Chargers. There's an argument. Tomlin and Vrabel are both excellent choices. Excellent. Well, to, Remember, I think Tomlin's off the table. Oh, I'm just, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, he probably wouldn't do it. But I, I would sit him down. The Chargers need to hire a head coach. And Washington, frankly, needs to hire a head coach. This is a very rare year. This is a great year for candidates. I mean, a lot of times, nothing against Dan Quinn. But there'll be years when a Dan Quinn, a good coordinator who was good briefly in a team, is your best candidate. I've got Vrabel. I think you have to call Tomlin. Belichick wouldn't be my choice, but he's out there. And then I got Harbaugh, and then I have a young offensive coach that everybody loves. It is a yeah. great okay. year for candidates. Washington's new ownership, right? They're calling all these big dogs to help. Hey, we got Ben Johnson. We I, can make a move on, or we got Vrabel. Who you want? I would go Harbaugh. No, I don't. Well, I mean, time out. Okay, fine. You think about this. Jim Harbaugh just said, I got two great loves in my life, family and football. His brother is in Baltimore. Jim takes Washington. Yeah. The parents are an SUV ride between their sons. This, This is all about family. He gets the most cap space. Harbaugh gets the most cap space in Washington. He goes to the NFC, doesn't have to face his brother, which he hated playing him in the Super Bowl. So Jim can go to the NFC. That would be great. He can be close to his brother. Their parents can live between the two of them. Cap space, good roster. Sam Howell is a workable quarterback for until Thanksgiving, and they have the number two pick. And by the way, I bet you Harbaugh recruited Drake May. I bet you he recruited Jaden Daniels in the portal. So he knows all these quarterbacks firsthand. I'm telling you, Chargers is the best job. But for Harbaugh, Washington is a very strong second job with Jim Washington, John in Baltimore, parents between the two. You know the league would love if Washington could get back to being one of the premier franchises in the league. Huge Massive brand. TV market, big brand, battles with the Cowboys. You know, Thanksgiving Day, Harbaugh versus whoever Jerry Jones has as coach. I'm not going to pencil in McCarthy. But that you're right. Washington makes a lot of sense for Jim Harbaugh. And then who do the Chargers lean on then? Vrabel or? Mike ben? Vrabel. Yeah, that's not, listen, that's Go, not a they, terrible in the, in the history of the league. Here's who we know hoist trophies. Really great quarterbacks, mostly in their prime, often with a defensive coach. I mean, you can go back to Terry Bradshaw. You know, you can go back, you can go to Pete Carroll and Russ, Belichick and Brady. Now, Andy Reid and Mahomes are running it now, but in the history of the league, defensive coaches with great quarterbacks in their prime, so both sides of the ball are taken care of. I'm an offensive coach guy. But you can't tell me D'Amico Ryans keeps the score under the 21 mark. C.J. Stroud gets you to the 23-24 mark. Mm. You win your division. So I'm not anti-defensive coach. I think they work with elite quarterbacks in their prime, and they keep the score under 22 points. That's exciting times. Fun, good stuff. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Yeah, I've, Vrabel's, uh, I've talked to Mike a couple times. Vrabel Sharp.
Tomlin, Vrabel, Harbaugh. It is a robust market for coaches. A lot of times you get out there and you're like, let's try this, this college guy or let's try it. This is not a situation of Saban and Urban Meyer. Jim Harbaugh has been in the NFL overnight, fixed the Niners. They were a mess. Overnight fixed them. He does that everywhere. Overnight, you're good. Four or five years later, you're potentially great. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromise and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you and when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. 
With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. Sunday on Fox. Iconic rivals collide on Super Wild Card Weekend as Jordan Love leads the Packers against Dak and the Cowboys. It all kicks off at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific on Fox. I said before, either Green Bay wins close or Dallas blows them out. That is a really interesting game. We got Lions, Rams, Packers, Cowboys. Oh, boy. That's good stuff. So, uh, Jim Harbaugh, obviously, he's going to be on the market. Mike Vrabel just got fired. By the way, who cares? This whole fired thing, who cares? He's great. Try to find a good coach that hasn't been fired. Pete Carroll's been fired. Belichick been fired. Andy Reid fired. Harbaugh fired. It doesn't matter. Vrabel now is fired. They're all great. They're all great coaches. And so Jim Harbaugh now has the option to go to the NFL. Very much a Michigan man could stay. And he talked about winning the natty. Personally, I, uh, I can now sit at the big person's table in the family. They won't, they won't, they won't keep me over there in the, on the little table anymore. My dad, Jack Harbaugh, won a national championship. And my brother won a Super Bowl. So... Uh, it's good to it's good to be at the, the big person table from now on. Yeah, it matters. He's a made man. We all knew DiCaprio could act and Phil Mickelson was great and Andy Reid was tremendous. But Oscars and Grand Slams and Majors and Natties and Super Bowls put you in a different class. From great to a group of the greatest. Uh, now, he's not always the most likable, but here's why I've always defended Jim Harbaugh. It doesn't matter if it's tech or media or politics or football. There is a relentlessness and a hardness needed to survive. In the history of competitive fields, when the book is written and the question is asked, how did you get there? The answer is never, <laughs> I just hung out and had a good time. Flip-flops and beer showed up most days. That is never the answer. Hard people get you through hard times, and you need them. And they're not always lovable and likable and embraceable. But if you want to be liked, there's a lot of levels of coaching you can do it. But winning Super Bowls and winning natties is holding people responsible, holding people to a high standard, firing people sometimes you consider friends, tough decisions daily and weekly and annually, and that's what Jim does. That's the story of successful coaches and tech and politicians. It's a tug of war. It's a battle every day. And if you're uncomfortable with that, you're not going to be great. Saban, Pete Carroll, people think, oh, Andy Reid's just this jolly fellow. No, go ask the guys that play for Andy Reid. He'll run you right out of the building. He'll sit your butt at the end of the bench if you don't deliver. So I have always been a Harbaugh guy. I think his critics are silly. He's not always the most likable. He's a disruptor. And that Michigan team looked like great college football teams look. Relentless, which is when the book is written and the questions are asked, that's the line between Mickelson and Tiger and Serena 
and the great ones, and Andy Reid and Harbaugh and Peyton. Toughness, relentlessness, hard jobs take people. They're a little hard sometimes, and I love the guy for it. All right, so another guy who's viewed as sort of a jolly fellow, Mike McCarthy, right? Just a nice guy. So Jerry Jones was talking this morning. So yesterday we talked about on the show, Jerry didn't give him a vote of confidence. So Jerry's talking again. He does that a lot, AM radio in Dallas, about his coach in the playoffs. I couldn't be more pleased with what he's done and how he's coached. He has really made as big a difference from his head coaching vantage point as anybody could from any vantage point in the NFL. He's the big difference this year. Okay, he does need to beat Green Bay. Quarterback in his first year, youngest playoff roster since the 1974 Buffalo Bills on the road. Yeah, they got to beat Green Bay. But if they lose to Matt Stafford and McVay, next round, I'm good. If they lost next round to a stacked Niners roster or the always competitive and viable Eagles after beating Green Bay, keeps his gig. I mean, outside of maybe a Jim Harbaugh, who are you sure that could do better than 12 wins in a playoff win with Dak Prescott? 12-5, and 12-5, and 12-5. and five. This is not Lamar Jackson. This is not Josh Allen. This is Dak Prescott. <laughs> he has built two high-pressure jobs, one without an owner, one with a meddling one, the Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers. Dallas has the best record the last three years in the entire NFC. Not the Niners. McCarthy and Dallas. And do you know they have the second-best record last three years of the NFL? To Mahomes and Andy Reid. So you got to beat Green Bay. There are games that are important. When you have a veteran quarterback, when you're at home, when you have more experience, got to beat Green Bay. But after that, I'm good with keeping him if they lose. It may drive people crazy, but if they, in the next round, go into overtime against the Rams and Stafford makes a play to Cooper Cup that Dak's not capable of making, I'm okay with it. I am. I, I think it's, it's – there's not a lot of people in this world winning 12 games three years in a row in the NFL with Dak Prescott. Who's good? Who's B+. Plus? But he's not, he's, he's, he's not a guy, Dak's not a guy that has shown over his career he's going to go on the road and going to win these uh, elite games against the elite quarterbacks. He struggled at home in some of those games. So it's, it's easy to pounce on Mike McCarthy. He absolutely has to beat the Packers. And they're favored by, I think it's a touchdown. I mean, they're favored by what they should win by. It feels like it's going to be about a 33-26 game where the better defense at home more experienced roster is going to win by about a touchdown. I think the line is right, seven or eight. It's seven and a half. I probably like the dog. If it was at seven, I'd probably bet Dallas. But they should win, and I think they will win. Um, and, and I do think there's potential for it to get out of control fast if Dallas takes a lead. They've always played well at home with a lead. But I also think if it, if it turns into a shootout, uh, nobody in this league has four good corners, and the Packers have four young, really, really good wide receivers, and that could be problematic for any team they play in the playoffs, not named San Francisco. All right, J-Mac, Nick Wright, herd hierarchy at the top of next hour. My first playoff herd hierarchy. Of course, there's 14 teams in and only 10 spots, so four of the playoff teams I do not have in the herd hierarchy. Uh, I can't wait for I'll tell you what, that, that Packer-Cowboy game, Detroit and Rams. I, I will say this. Because the weather is going to be so bad and cold in Buffalo and in Kansas City, 
This idea that Miami can't go on the road and keep it close. Kansas City's not dropping 27 a game this year. They're dropping about 22, 20. Well, if you add six degrees, Kansas City's going to have a fumble. Drops. I think Miami, Kansas City, Miami can run the ball. Has a chance to be very competitive. Am I wrong? Well, the Chiefs, you're right. They haven't been able to put people away. They don't have that knockout punch. It's funny. Patrick Mahomes kind of looks like an ordinary quarterback when he doesn't have superstars throwing the ball to. Weird weird thought, right? I know that people make people's head explode. (laughs) But Mahomes, he does not look extraordinary this year. Now, Trevor Lawrence goes and gets Calvin Ridley, still looks pedestrian. Weird year in the NFL. I think we see one big upset this weekend. Oh, absolutely. Hour two next. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.